Hello, Scotty. John of the House Fox, how are you? Uh, never better. The world's in a great shape, and so uh, as a result, I am too. Excellent. Oh, wait, that's not true. <laughs> you're saying you're in the same shape as the world. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that explains an awful lot. <laughs> oh, well, it's it's great to he- he- heat. It's great to hear your sweet tones in my ears again. It's uh, We didn't record last week because we were so wrapped up in WWDC that I even forgot what day it was. And so I never contacted you. But um, it was, uh, I- I'm sure I can be forgiven for such a... A, a, a stupendous event that it was. Did you enjoy it? You know, I did. I, I, uh, you know, I, but I felt I didn't feel kind of. In, in some ways, I did that. That, that there on Monday because there was some whatever camaraderie and that we had kind of a, a a watching party, so to speak. So that, but that was a little bit tricky because every, not everybody was you know synced because the stream itself wasn't perfectly synced, and so you would have people who would be like ten seconds in the future commenting it's like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" Like, "What? What?" <laughs> or, yeah, and it's like, "Oh, sorry, we have to we have to hold our tongue for the behind the timers." Um, yeah, but it's, it it's, it's amazing, isn't it? In the modern world, where we we get really pissed off because you know someone six thousand miles away is ten seconds out of sync with us now. <laughs> it's true, isn't it? Amazing. It's. I mean, it's a technical challenge. It's interesting because there are all these watch together type uh, projects, and they all suffer from kind of similar issues. But you know, there was certainly lots that was reported, and and but then I would say that kind of my the feeling I had of participation kind of dropped off quite a bit, you know, because even even in years past, when I may have had you know projects that had me on deadline and limited my ability to to, to you know either that or lack of a ticket limited my ability to go to Dub Dub. I would always feel I was doing dub dub because of 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 you know Wednesday and the Breakpoints concert because that would take up quite a bit of time and in this time that that wasn't the case and by the time Thursday and Friday rolls around that you know there was no bash I don't even know whether I, I don't even know whether there's any type of concert or or lecture series I I watched like four or five videos I've learned about some other ones that are on my list to do it but uh, it I think dub dub was. Very probably more effective in in disseminating knowledge and and generating discussion, but m- definitely much less a kind of an event that you felt that you participated in. I that, think if, if if the goal of the conference was to get the maximum education of what's coming from Apple into as many developers' hands as possible in an effective way, then I think it has to be said it was it was successful it was good because i mean they said at the beginning like 23 million developers had downloaded the developer app ready for it or something um you know that's that's a lot more than the 5000 that <laughs> you could go to the event right. um again but if if dubdub is like a, a highlight of your year for getting together with um other developers then you know it wasn't so successful but actually this could be a good thing because you know it's uh, although Dub Dub is pretty good for getting everyone together in the same town and everything else. Yeah, you know, there are other ways of doing that. So if if Dub Dub becomes this with online labs, and I know a few people had mixed reviews of the labs, but they yeah you know, they 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 were pretty much similar reviews to what they might have if they were went to the labs anyway physically. Um, so if that's the case, and people end up not having to spend sixteen hundred dollars on a ticket and whatever that many hundreds on an air uh, a flight and however many billion dollars on a, a san jose californian hotel um that, that, <laughs> that, 
that gives them that gives them plenty of money to go to an indie conference at other points in the year and do all the social stuff there. So maybe we get the best of both worlds. Yes, but do you, yeah, I think that would be great. And I wonder if indie conferences are then going to happen. I mean, if it does happen, that could be an interesting sea change because it is true that, you know, jet travel is, is costly to the environment and costly to the individual and, and, and almost, you know, is it with covid it will since it will it will take a time before it passes into our 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 rearview mirror like polio does um as a non issue um i think that's still going to be a year you know uh and so if that's the case then the 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 chance of of doing things locally and then kind of celebrating some other big event um, it's going to be interesting, and I think there's a parallel even for university. I mean, there, you know, there there are kids I know who are you know supposed to be going off to college, and 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 colleges that are desperate to try and get people here, you know, get people on campus in person so that they don't, you know, defer for a year or decide, hey, no, I don't really want to go in debt sixty thousand dollars this year to 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 be in a Zoom class. That may cause a sea change because it is so expensive to go to college, and, and yet the portion of delivering the knowledge can be as wildly, you know, made wildly more efficient by using these online technologies as Dub Dub has been. I mean, even the small detail, everybody was like remarking, "Oh wow, that you know, this was only a twenty-minute presentation, or this was only a fifty-minute keynote. Why is that?" And I was snarkily saying, "Well, when you remove the time spent for 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 forced woos and follow-on applause, <laughs> it makes everything go much faster." It did. The keynote felt so much better. It really did. It really, really felt far more information-packed and um, and was shorter. It was. Yeah, it was good. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, there's hundreds of podcasts that have covered the what's in it and not in it, and so we probably, you know, not really, really our thing. But yeah, from your point of view of work, was there anything that wowed you? What would be your highlight? I don't think that there was nothing that that wowed me so much as. It, it, nothing wows me, you know. It, it, but I mean, that, that, that is <laughs> you're just a sad old man. No, no. I mean, it, it meaning that that it, this was. I don't think anybody expected. It's like, okay, now we're going to unveil something you couldn't have possibly imagined. It was just basically there. There was a, a, an article I started reading talking about how Apple's transition, you know, silicon transition, are the most amazing, you know, clever product engineering that has ever been done. Um, because everybody's in lockstep step that they're willing to go out and say that this is a, you know, this is a two year transition and it's going to take time and, and, and this is amazing. So to that extent, you know, the, the general feeling is like, yeah, this is another renewal about Apple kind of really has so many things together. So there's, there's that, which I find just interesting, but it's not like, oh my God, this is amazing. I never, because we've seen it before. I mean, I, this is my third time really. It's like way back when, when I was a next developer, when they had Intel and it's like, Oh, and you can have fat binaries. And then they ended up having that. You could make four way fat binaries, one for HPPA risk, one for SunSpark, Intel and the original Motorola thing. So that was done. And because of that technology and all the learnings from that, that's what made the transition to PowerPC, you know, work well. And so to, to now go from Intel to ARM, it's like, well, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, it, it's impressive, but it's not like it's new to me. The one thing that I did find that was kind of, as I remarked to one of my colleagues, like, that it nearly made me cry was just looking at there were enough additions with with Swift UI 
that says, oh, okay, now you really can build a complete app. It's not just something that you sprinkle in to make new parts of your app better. And so when you think about all the work that's done, you know, to, to be able to get something up and running, it's like, yeah, that's really cool. So that 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 I can that I can feel excited about, but then it's it's all about okay. If I'm shipping a brand new thing, that's great. There's no reason why I would do anything else. And if you're looking for ways you can do it in your old one, it just really depends on how quickly can you make it be iOS 13 only. Which I think for a lot of people will be well. How long before you think that that iOS 14 is 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 kind of stable enough that 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 you know you can you can consciously make the choice to 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 only support that and then the, I guess the assumption is is that you could write something fully in SwiftUI but then even there there would be certain APIs that would be missing from 13 unless there's there's some compatibility layer you can ship ship with your app. No, as far as I'm aware, all of the new SwiftUI stuff is 14 only and uh, right. 10.16 or macOS right. 11, depending on which version of Big Sur you're running. Yeah. So yeah, but so, I, 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 mean, I do ha- agree. I do, and I think the whole cross cross platform app thing of SwiftUI um, looks really interesting. I think that is obviously the direction Apple is now going, um, and I think you know uh, of just basically writing one app and having very specific code for different platforms, but generic code where you can. Um, they're trying to encourage everyone to write for all of their platforms, um, and you, although they said that last year with SwiftUI. I think having the whole app and scenes and everything introduced this year is definitely the way to go. And I think you know future apps are gonna um, gonna gonna be going that way. So that I, I think that was probably my favorite bit actually. And it, it's probably you know, the demos were great, and it's probably a nightmare when you start working with it. But I think that was is quite yeah. I'm gonna put that on your know, bordering exciting. Yeah, well, there, there's one other thing that was that I was thinking, and I haven't I haven't looked at it yet. One was it's like okay, you have a declarative UI, and it says I want a view and I want a a, a text and and so forth. And under the hood, it swaps out a UI level or you know NS label or or anything like that. So I'm trying to escape the the guffawing of the child who's upstairs, um, and. Uh, but I'm wondering if this year, you know, they swapped it out and they have lower level Swift UI primitives. I assume that they do because I I remember seeing something as like behind the scenes, it does all these things for you, which we can do as a, as a super optimization. And that's the glory of it. You don't have to think about it because you think about it. What does it makes, you know, anybody, any fool can, can, can put together a data source and a delegate and get a UI table view going. And, and even that's a joke because it's, it's, it's a, a fair amount of boilerplate code to, code to get anything done. And then to get it performant, then you have to understand a lot more about <laughs> all these minutiae, everything like how do you size, how do you size, you know, a particular cell efficiently and so that you can get buttery smooth scrolling from the get-go. That's a lot of work that developers have to do. And now, of course, they don't have to because they just declare it and, and only Apple engineers have to figure that out. So that that aspect of it is really cool. Yeah, I guess um, the problem would be when I, Apple engineers haven't managed to figure it out yet will be the problem. Well, that's exactly true. And, and, and that's, and that's in, in some of our, in the back of our minds, it's a lot of what we think about. It's like, this sounds all really great, but, you know, we've had to do perform unnatural acts Every every major company, it's like this is the thing. It's like there's so few demo apps that that have the level of complexity of 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 the world's most popular global scale apps that are done 
100% the way that Apple says they can do it. And I think part of the reason is if, you know, one very, very easy reason is because of, of, of having to have a, a wide compatibility across OSs and there are missing APIs. But even beyond that, it's just like it, it, it takes a while because I've, I've heard, you know, people say it's like, hey, if you want to see the best example of the most modern you know, techniques look at the, the, the App Store app. And indeed, it does all sorts of things. It's smooth performance. It has inline video. It has all sorts of good stuff like that. And so that that's a good example. Um, but I don't even that, I think, you know, is something that, that, that doesn't have to, to, to span that many OSs. Maybe it does. I have no idea. But it, it, it's, that's like the one example I can think of. Everything else that I'm familiar with, knowing engineers that work on, on various things like... Yeah. No, <laughs> we have to do unnatural acts because the APIs aren't there. But I think the joy here is that you can it, it's you can drop down into uh, certain you know, into UI kit or, or app kit or wherever you want. So even if now it's only eighty percent there, if you can begin to move eighty percent of your application, your settings screens, these mm-hmm. performance areas into it going forward, uh, and, and stick with UI kit or whatever um for for the other bits until it's good enough it's uh it's not they've not forced you into an all or nothing on swift ui right. and, and i and, and but now yeah. i think there is enough swift ui i think last year swift ui there was a little so little of it well not so little that's unfair there was little of it that it was a you know mm, do i use it whereas i now think there is enough of it and enough of an app hanging together of it that it's like well i should probably be using it where it makes sense to use it now mm-hmm. assuming that you can support that level of um os of course which is a little while right. of <laughs> yeah and that, i think that's the whole thing it's part and parcel of of brilliant product engineering that has to go over long periods of time and it's one thing if you have a you know a team that you can you know put put behind a wall in the lab and don't ever say anything it's a whole other thing if if you are required because you're only you know your your third party developers are are part and parcel of the equation you have to tell them so you have to reveal it and which means you have to to help them have them you know help debug it and 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 validate it and that's that's a tricky thing to do and it's hard to do in software imagine how difficult it is to do with, with hardware but still they are managing to do it so that that is extremely impressive. The one thing that I that 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 looked very interesting, but I didn't follow along with it that much is 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 you know I, it, it it is the the use of you know the the spatial audio generation and and taking advantage of hardware that I guess not many people knew or or thought uh, existed in, in AirPods to to that they have some type of, of gyro capability to know the the rotation in 3D um, where you are. And that's kind of cool. I'm not rich enough to have AirPods, so I wouldn't know. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> well, I tell you what, when, 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 when the AirPod Super Duper Pro version 27 comes along, I'll give you my crufty first generation AirPods Pro. With, uh, with, with, with uh, extra bonus earwax. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So well, we, I call it tinnitus prevention. Yeah. Hack. So outside of uh, watching videos and having things go on, was it a, a? Did you have a good work week? Did you uh, achieve anything? Have any war stories you wish to give to us this week? Um. Should we take that as a no? 
<laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I had about things I can talk about, and the answer is is, is no. So the answer is yes, but no. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but no. Sorry, but... Ideal, ideal podcasting. That was that was a, that yeah, was exactly. a, a historic podcast moment where John yeah. didn't tell us anything precisely. <laughs> How unusual. <laughs> I think you're being sarcastic, Scotty. Maybe. You know, I'm, I've become very good at reading <laughs> reading into the emotion of your language. I'm British. I just assume every word that comes to my mouth is sarcasm. It's That's the, true. It's the way it works. Yeah. So I've yeah. had, I've had a, uh, uh, quite a successful um, week, actually, on a number of areas. Uh, I think my... You, um, you, you, sank, you sank so far, you hit rock bottom. Is that it? I did. Something like that. Yes. Um, uh one week ago today, the current um, Money World code base has something like 234 errors. and uh, mm. uh, Sorry, not errors. That would have been really bad. Warning. Compile warners. W- warning. Yeah. Compi- compiler warnings. And as of the build that went through our uh, build server um, uh, this morning, it now has zero. That uh, Wow. It did, and I know... Do you remember? I deleted all the code. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 that, no. But do you remember the the, the, the Zaro boogs found? I can't even remember which bug tracking system that was. The one that Netscape, I think, offered. I don't remember that. No, uh, I will have to find that in the show notes because that's archaeology. But that was like on the rare occasions when you would get down to zero bu- bugs, it would it would say Zaro boogs. I don't know this. Uh, yeah, hacker speak. We we have lots of bugs. We just have zero warnings. <laughs> Right. Yeah. I have to be honest. In all the code changes I've made to get to zero warnings, I have probably introduced more bugs. <laughs> so mm. that, right. that is part of it. Yeah, a lot of it was deprecations. There's been a lot of renaming going on. Um, it's interesting. One of the things that's been really um, interesting, maybe too strong a word, but you know what Objective C lets you get away with that there, you know, there are places, mm. for example, where. Um, enumerations the wrong the wrong enumeration of the wrong type was being passed as a parameter to so regular expression actually um now in swift that would never even build whereas in objective c that is just a warning and so because it's in amongst a whole bunch of other warnings i don't have no idea this is not code that we've written this was in the original code um you know so this is you know if it was working it's accidentally working uh then there's lots of deprecations in fact, it's actually there were there were I think there were four warnings that I suppressed using Clang directives because they were to do with um, uh, the the zip was using still using cell based table views instead of view based table views. View based, yeah. And I didn't want to redevelop, especially as this thing has a li- uh, you know a limited lifetime. I didn't want to redevelop entire forms to view based. Um, table views just to get rid of a couple of deprecation warnings as I hopefully believe those forms will be replaced with new ones before it gets ripped out. The heat death of the universe. Well, I did check I did check that the um, that before I did that, that these uh, warnings are still just deprecation warnings in Big Sur as opposed to um, them taking uh, yeah, having them be ones that have now gone. So uh, I've got at least another year of OSs before they they may disappear, um, which is uh, which is pretty good. So yeah, so that was that was uh, that felt like a, um, a a good moment. And uh, equally, this week I went from being Jenkins hero to Jenkins zero. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> when 
<laughs> when when uh, I broke everything all over again. But then I recovered my hero status by fixing it all and actually taking mm. about twenty minutes off our build times. So it was um it was uh, uh it, it was but uh oh yeah um I have to say yeah it's still I have build systems running now but I'm still as confused as hell. <laughs> about the whole thing but never mind never mind at all so have you played on big sur at all i mean obviously as an ios developer it doesn't really um it doesn't affect what you're putting out other than you know it's the tool you might use every day so are you are you still firmly on catalina or have you started playing with well uh, this is this this time i had a burner laptop so to speak so i have kind of my older older laptop which was i guess three years old when i replaced it um, and I installed it onto that and that took some doing and this is, you know, helpful hint, it, you know, uh, it requires lots of space to be able to, to install it. And I had a half terabyte SSD in it and I thought, well, how could I possibly, you know, take up all this space? And, and this was an old laptop. So I just basically kept my user account and I got rid of all sorts of things. I kind of got rid of, of, you know, my intermediate build things. I removed Docker. I cleaned up all the disk images. I got rid of all the intermediate kind of iMovie files and keynote files I'd used for editing videos and putting together presentations. And, and I saw that, okay, this should give me plenty of space, but still the installer would say, sorry, you need 20 more gigabytes. I'm like, going, what the fuck? Finally, I did remember that um, if you run Time Machine on your on your your device, which I do, um, it can leave even though the file system has has removed some things. Time Machine may st- ha- is interpreting all these changes as backups, so they reserve space in case they ever need to restore it. And so then that 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 hoses you, and you have to drop down to use I think whatever TM util or uh, to be able to look for where the backups are, and then to remove those. And that is the thing that magically frees up the space and makes it possible to install. Which I did, and I have to say, actually, I, I rather like the look of it. You know, I'm sure there are people complaining bitterly about it, but you know, rounded corners, great. You know, it doesn't that doesn't do one thing or the other. But I do like the the subtle transparency, and it seems like a nice, a nice kind of whatever. Uh, it just seems nice. Yeah, you, know, you know, pleasant to to look at. And the performance seemed quite nice. Then I installed iOS 14 on a burner device, but this was like an iPhone. Um, uh, Eight, I want to say, uh, yes, and uh, th- that poor device. I guess it's 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 past its battery cycle thing. It will, if it's plugged in, it works fine. If you unplug it, it drains in about twenty seven minutes. So, um, and there it seems it was hokey. I think the I have I I have full confidence that they will. Be, there's a lot of optimization to done, but you know it seems like it does not run very nicely on. On the the fast on anything other than the fastest devices, and and by and by the same token, if you're doing Swift UI and you got Preview running, you know I was all excited after looking at the breathless demos um, from the 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 cult captive people who all learned the same hand gestures and 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 blank stares. Um, it everything looks snappy, but behind the scenes they probably had you know four. <laughs> You know, Mac Pro trash cans wired together in, in, in parallel to provide with with GPU acceleration, yeah. everything, and to get things running. And you run it on a, on a, on anything less than the most powerful laptop, and it's pretty pokey. Yeah, I, I quite you? I, I I quite like it. I think it's um, I think I like the look and feel. It's obviously there. There is obviously a a unification, not a unification. It's not because it's not going to far. Uh, the different platforms are moving towards each other in style 
Uh, and again, I think this is probably to partly make their life with Swift UI easier. <laughs> Because mm. yeah, yeah. If, if, if everything mm. renders the same way, there's less multi-platform work for them to do. Whereas at the moment, if it you know, if you have a you know um, a, a, a label on one that looks totally different to a label on the other, then they've got lots of different code to write for you. Whereas if they look exactly the same, they don't. Um, so it makes total sense, and equally, it makes it's far easier to create cross-platform uh, views. If you know the style, the styling is going to be right. the same because sometimes something looks right in in one styling and doesn't look right in a different styling. So if the styles are similar, it, it, so I think, although sometimes I'm I'm thinking you know the style might be a little bit compromised here and there, and it's very early days, um, and of course it's new, so we're not used to it yet. I, I I get why they're doing it, and I think it's probably a good idea. Yeah, design language is a smart thing, and and it stands in in contrast to to you know, other attempts to achieve cross-platform nirvana where it just looks shitty everywhere. I'm looking at you, Swing, or kind of other. <laughs> and, of course, you've always got the ability to drop down. Um, right. and because because I believe SwiftUI... I think SwiftUI's commitment is to only ever render standard controls so that if you wanted mm-hmm. to... If you wanted to... I, I could be totally wrong there, but I think the idea is if you wanted to put together... Um, a storyboard or a zib that also contained text field and whatever else, it would look exactly the same as the Swift UI ones because otherwise you'll you'll start to get into trouble. So mm-hmm. I think um, it's it's I think everything is about using a standard paradigm and they're just getting it closer to each other. So I think it's good. I mean, I I put um, Big Sur on a laptop from the, the Monday evening of Dub Dub. I've been uh, using it for everything since. Um, uh, homebrew doesn't work or didn't work when I tried it, so I had to get around that. Fortunately, I don't use much of that. Um, but yeah, but it, it it's running, and um, of course, I I, I ordered a, a developer transition kit, which I've now got. Um, oh wow! And hmm. uh, that has, that was fast. Yeah, it arrived uh, arrived yesterday. Um, so for the last twenty four hours, that's been my main developer machine because uh, I've decided just to work on that to find out what's there, what's not there um in what works and what doesn't work um and again so so big Sur is it's almost like when i go back to catalina now it, it looks a little bit wrong and that's only taken a week so <laughs> mm. it, it's strange how we get used to things isn't it quite quickly yeah indeed indeed um there were two more things that were on my mind that uh to, to talk about since we missed last week um so I would. I'm wondering at what point would you like me to talk about them, Scotty? You're always on my mind. Was I one of them? Mm. Yes. <laughs> okay. So that brings us down to one then. No. Yes. Of course, John. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, you would ask, kind of, was there anything that that happened? But the one thing that happened this week that made me very happy is that uh, uh, we we shipped a, a feature, and and I should say more properly, kind of, uh, my colleague Carol. Um, shipped one, you know, and and she's fairly new to the team. Um, and this is, I guess, her second or third thing that that's shipped out. But this this was was meatier than other ones. Even it was the continue watching editing row, which is really great because you know people watch Netflix, and if you you may not watch the last kind of ten minutes of it or whatever, or you may watch a third of it and it drops off, and you say, like, yeah, I, I'm not really into it anymore to remove it from your continue watching where you had to go to the website to do it and, and there are plenty of people's like i don't know about the website or i just i don't use it 
And so now it's it's much easier to do it. And and then it, there were some additional things that were done into it. So it's 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 very nice. Everything about the experience is pleasant. It's just a bunch of details. Um, and then you know it it was tweeted by our manager, and then and then Caro, who's the 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 one who did virtually all the work, you know, said it's a team effort. You know, and and she named three other people. You know, Jembe made it made it accessible, and and Hevitz did the the you know the the back end work, and 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 Matt One T you know helped make the animations just flawless. And I just loved it so much, and it reminded me of something which I was a lesson, a hometown lesson from Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Because there is a famous uh, coach, he's no longer on the earth, but his name is Dean Smith, and he ran a legendary basketball program at UNC Chapel Hill, which, among other minor players, produced Michael Jordan. And and Michael Jordan and Dean Smith had a particularly well bonded, you know, relationship, which is is has is now being explored uh, on this this uh, series about called uh, Last Dance, which is about Michael Jordan's career. It's spectacularly good. It's available on, around the world on Netflix, and even now coming to the United States in July. But one of the things that that Dean Smith insisted that all his players did is that. No matter what, if you scored a if if you scored a basket, you had to point to the person who passed you the ball, and they would review the 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 the, the film for every different you know thing. And it's like, and if you didn't do that, then you had to run extra laps. And the basic assumption was that everybody remembers the scorer, but the scorer could not have done their their job unless somebody passed them the ball. And so that was a way of ensuring that. You know, people would be happy to pass the ball, and that made the team work a whole lot better. And and, and that's something even Michael Jordan refers to. Everybody remembers Michael Jordan as this guy who kind of defies gravity, and even he himself regularly says, like, yeah, I can do that, and I worked my butt off of it, not to in any way diminish my the, what got me here. Still, I got to get to, I, I can't have the ball all the time. And even if I could, I wouldn't want to. So, you know, thank God I have other people that were doing it. And so I, I love that. And so I was chatting with my colleagues and thanking everybody profusely. But I was just also just saying that it, just, it, it sounds so stupid in Californian, but, but it's true. It's like if somebody thanks you for your contribution, it just puts you in a much happier state and all, all the more necessary these days where you have just an, an endless stream of bad news. Um, so I wanted to once again thank my Caro, uh, thank my colleague Caro for for doing that, and thank the culture that supports it. Um, so that's one thing I want to talk about. But that I'm is stop that is now. really no, that, that's really important. Mm. Um, people often comment on my contribution. Very rarely is it thanks, though. But uh, mm. <laughs> 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 it's there. Thanks for giving me job security. As somebody has to be the the cleanup yeah. crew after, like yeah. the guy who 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 scoops shit after the elephant goes through town. Yeah, whenever it says to be uh to describe your job for for me, I say well, in the morning I create bugs and in the afternoon I fix them. So, <laughs> <laughs> right, that that's yeah, that's 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 a very positive thing. Do you want to do the other one, or do you want to leave the other one for next yeah. time? No, let's do the other no, one. The other. Now the other one was, uh, you know, the, the, what makes a dub dub? What's the the James Dempsey and the Breakpoints show? And so, uh, you know, I I did not see it until it premiered, and I will admit to having been a bit nervous about how well it would work out because one of the things about James Dempsey is like, I think the songs are great. I love doing it, but to to the the pulling off the musicality of it is very very difficult because there's always a core group of people who know the tunes. Um, who have played them more than once and themselves are, are pretty good musicians. Um, and so, you know, we tend to, to, to pre-rehearse the shows and, and uh, you know, and, and they, they sound pretty good. 
Then comes the day of the performance, and you know you have somebody coming in on tuba, and somebody coming in on trombone, and somebody coming on you know on 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 sandblock, and 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 everything else, and and you know maybe they play once a year or even if not even if they're great you know kind of trying to figure out where they go on the stage and could we have enough time to be able to do any rehearsal beforehand so the the, the performances as as a core player it sometimes is like god this song is really good but somebody's kind of the the volume is not right on on the on this or 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 they're not quite in time or they flubbed it m- more than 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 they would otherwise be able to do if we'd had more time to rehearse together so there's always this kind of disappointment and, but then, nonetheless, it doesn't matter because people are—they're not there for the musicality of the show. They're there because of the oddball lyrics, and and mostly because they just support the thing. And beyond that, they like the fact that it's raising money for something good, like App Camp for Girls. Well, and, 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 and you wish it one more. And most of the time, people are listening to you. They are very full of alcohol. Oh, that true too. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, and so, this one because it was all done beforehand. It had its own set of challenges to be able to say, well, you know, we all have to build it up track by track by track and starting with a click track. And I think I'd mentioned that that I'd done it. And then the first version of it, you know, the the first built two layers, everything was shifted incorrectly. I'm like, James, dude, shift it over. I have to, the rim click has to be on the four, not on the ones. Terrible. Quarter note to the left, please. Um, and, and, and he's like, oh yeah, gotcha. And, 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 and it, it, no harm and foul on him. He, you know, it was a tremendous editing effort to make it all work. And, but then I was kind of, I, I, I didn't want to push. It's like, Hey, you know, can I listen to it before you release it? Because I, and, and because I didn't want to be as like, you know, I have to give my approval. And it wasn't that. It was just kind of, if there was anything, it's just like before you ship anything, it, it's always happy to have other people look at it when you can ever possibly do it. But I have a feeling that this was have to have been done up until the very last second. And it was premiered, which I'd heard about, but, I, you know, you can do something on YouTube where there's kind of threaded discussion, or not threaded, just kind of, you know, live chat, just like Facebook and Instagram live, and you can make it into an event. And I'd, I'd, I'd gotten the tail end of it, and my, my you know, five seconds of fame had long since passed because there were 28 fucking people on, on this. But... It, I find musically it held together better than 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 the equivalent performance with twenty eight people on stage that had never never once been able to run through the song before. So that was kind of cool. All that said, the last thing about it was that you know this year instead of being able to directly raise money by through ticket sales and merch sales, where we could kind of know for ourselves what was done. All we could do this year was just saying, here are the three organizations that we're supporting, and we hope that you will do. And I don't know um, what the totals are. I hope that they're good, but I don't know how we would know exactly unless people sell, would come in and tell us, and I don't think they have. But I do get a feeling that, that the community is good, and I'm, I'm sincerely hoping that, in particular, Black, Black Girls Code gets a bunch. Um, so we will see. But that, that, that brought me some happiness last week. Now I am going to shut up. No, and that is an excellent way to end with John's happiness. We are all happy mm-hmm. people. Tell, let me remind me next week to tell you all about moving from Cocoa Pods to Swift Package Manager. I, I, I can't wait to hear about your spammy adventures. <laughs> there we are. So, John, if people want to congratulate you on your awesomeness, where should they do that? Uh, in the place where all awesomeness transpires in the universe, and that's Twitter, where you'll find me as Jembe. That's D-J-E-M-B-E, like the West African drum. And if they want to give you encouragement so that you too can one day <laughs> you know, swim through the 
<laughs> the ocean of awesomeness that is Twitter. Where might they do that? I do not believe my dreams are that high, but if people wish to to throw encouragement my way, they can do that on Twitter as well, where I am Mac Devnet. Well, John, it's been it's been wonderful to talk to you, and uh, I feel it's been a very positive episode. We've 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 focused yes, on we've focused on all that is good in the world. Uh, yeah. um, uh, well, there is a whole bunch of stuff that isn't good going on. No, we're not mm-hmm. dismissing it. It's not there. But sometimes 30 minutes of goodness is all it takes. There we go. There's the title. <laughs> 30 minutes of goodness is all it takes. Here's 34 <laughs> minutes of shit. Look elsewhere. <laughs> it's something like that. So... <laughs> <laughs> whoever's turn it was t- to listen this week may, may your world be a better place because we were <laughs> because we were in it and until next time take care I don't know why I amuse myself so much. <laughs> <laughs>